some good friends, friends of mine. Talk to them all the time. Some good friends on my show. Who are they? Soon you'll know. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Some Good Friends, which is a podcast that I am the host of, and I have my friends on, and we talk to them, and it's a lot of fun, and we've we reminisce about old times and new times and what the future holds for all of us. Speaking of new friends, I've never met the neighbor upstairs in my apartment, but he's been just seemingly dropping random things on the floor, very heavy things in different locations of his apartment. So we might become friends soon. Maybe he'll be on the podcast at some point in the future. We'll find out. I'm sure it will be a very cordial interview and in that he won't have anything to say about the music that I blast in here all day a lot of bass i listen to a lot of really bassy music just to just to communicate just to reach out <sighs> living in apartments it's the best let's talk to a friend of mine <laughs> let's let's start the show that was my good that was my tight one and a half of stand-up material that i'm working on uh and it sucked so if a comedy clubs ever open up again look out because i'm bringing that to a stage near you you know what? Let's get it. Let's get on with it. Almost said let's get it on, but that's a different <laughs> show. That's not this show. Uh, let's talk to her. Maybe she can teach me how to better represent myself. That's something we talk about a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, her and I. Yeah. Uh, please welcome to the show uh, my good friend, Rhonda Dougal. Welcome, Hi, Rhonda. Hi, Stefan. Hey. Hey, Stefan. Yeah. Hey. How, how's it going today? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good to see you. Yeah. Top. Good to Crikey. see you as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, regionalisms from Australia. Uh, you, know, you know how it is. I, I studied in, in University of Queensland and I, I picked it up, you know. But you're not from there. No, we grew up together. Oh, that is, that's true. We did, we did yeah, grow up together. You know, and, Ontario. And you just, in Ontario, a magical place. When you live in a place long enough, you pick up their accent. And you were there, you got your undergrad there? Yeah, two years. A two-year undergrad, and you really you picked up their I accent after that. Okay. Well, you, you have to feel like a place. You have to feel like a place. You have to feel like you're in a place. Oh, okay, yeah. And how did uh, how did the people over there react to uh, you picking up their accent? Oh yeah, you know they liked it. I think. Yeah. Yeah, they were all like, "Hey, hey, good on ya. Yeah, hey, mate, good on ya." That sounds yeah. very cordial. Let's go have a Barbie in the Arvo. Oh, wow. That's, that's definitely Australian. Yeah. I look forward to hearing more of those slang words as, uh, as we talk. But you know what? Tell, tell the listeners about, a little bit about what you do. Uh, thank you for asking. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I was studying marketing and, marketing and business. Mm -hmm. Marketing and business. And so, yeah, I'm in marketing and, and PR. Okay. Marketing and PR. And I'm, I'm looking for clients, really. Wait, what happened, what happened to business? Well, the the pro the the program is is marketing and and business. Yeah. Marketing and business, but I do marketing and PR. And the and the PR that was was not covered by the program. Nah, nah, that was self taught. Okay, you taught yourself PR. Self taught, yeah. Which, which I think makes me a, a professional. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, if you do it professionally, that's yeah. that's what makes anyone a professional. People people pay you. To do That's it. What I always of... like to. You take me seriously. Well, I take all my friends seriously. Your dreams are my dreams. 
just that's fun. what I always say. Uh, what kind of contracts are you looking to to lock up? Uh, really anything, really anything. You know, if 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 uh, if you want me to market market like a, a soda pop, uh, okay. a, a little bubbly, I can say like, ooh, pop fizz. You know what it is? I've got I've got hey. lots of ideas. My ideas are really what set me apart. Where I get my ideas. Okay. Well, so I mean, we'll talk about where you get your ideas in a second. But that that particular idea sounded very close to the Pepto Bismol song. Uh, pop, pop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. They don't have that in Australia. Okay, but you're you're back in Canada now, right? Yeah. 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 I know. Okay. I've seen you around. I'm like, yeah. I don't think you've gone back to Australia. Now they don't have, pep- they don't have Pepto Bismol there. Uh, uh, is it Pepto Bismol or is it uh, no? They uh, they um, uh, I'm not gonna remember the name. Uh oh. Uh oh. But yeah, no, they don't. They oh, don't have okay. anything to treat uh, stomach problems. You just you just drink a beer. You just drink a beer and you, you, and you beer. suffer through it. Yeah, drink All a right, beer well, and have just... a barbie in the <laughs> Oh, okay. I guess that's just uh, just what they do there. Yeah. And not at all something that an outsider would think that they do all the time. <laughs> no. Great, great. So, I mean, you mentioned that you the way you come up with your ideas is... is uh, I knew you were going to ask me that. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your process. Oh, What's yeah. Process? Well, it's really... You have to, like, sit down, you know, and you just have to get really quiet. Okay. You just have to introspect. And that's yeah. when the ghosts start talking to you. And then you just get all your ideas. And then it's just like a bubbling up of ideas. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's just left, right? Like, ooh, bubbles. Ooh, yeah, but like bubbles popping. Uh, or like tacos. If you want to have tacos, be like, hey, tacos, Mexico. Just like so many ideas. Uh, so it's I really mean, that. It's really like introspection. Did you say the ghosts start talking to you? Ah, uh, yeah. I knew you were going to call me on that. Yeah, yeah I know I, what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. If their ideas, then they should have the intellectual property. <laughs> Stefan, they're ghosts. So they, they, they forfeited all their, all their well, rights yeah. to their ideas. Well, yeah, they're dead. I mean, I'm more surprised. I mean, I, I know you've always had really great ideas. And oh, every time cheers. we see each other, you tell me about what you're working on, yeah, usually in a, a freelance basis, yeah. and you tell me, well, there, but you've never you've never told me they come from ghosts before. I'm more I'm more surprised that you can commune with with the with people beyond. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh the the police have called me so many times. What? You've no idea. Yeah, yeah, to solve murders. Oh, and sometimes never... I go to them and I tell them about a murder. Okay, and they're like they don't believe me because mm. they don't want to take tips from other people. Yeah, they're pretty uh, insular as yeah. a community. Yeah, I could do PR for them. I could be like, hey, police, we're open to suggestions. Totally flipped that image. I mean, that's something they really need right now. Can, so, so maybe maybe the ghosts can kind of get on that. With yeah, I, th- I think the thing that people dislike about the police most is that they don't take suggestions. Yeah. It's, it does There's seem nothing like else. it. But wait, so they, so they call you to yeah. the, the police sometimes oh, to yeah. solve a murder, but... But they don't believe you when you go to them? That's, I mean, it's discrimination. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, it's just, I guess it has to come from them. Right. For them to. Well, that's it. They don't take it. suggestions. So, I mean, who are these ghosts that you're talking to? Oh, all sorts of people. Yeah, there's Edith that lives in my, in my, fl- in my flat. She, uh, okay. yeah, she was, do you know what happened? 
What happened? It's her husband just got mad at her and then poof. Oh no. I know. And I know. He, but she was already poisoning she... him. So they just oh. both died together. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like her ideas better. Oh, you talk to him too? Yeah. Okay. And mm -hmm. and they have like a, yeah. a, a repartee with each other. Well, I wouldn't say that because I think uh, repartee is uh, like jovial and they kind of hate mm. each other. But right. uh, they're stuck in the afterlife together. So. The, yeah, I guess it seems like they both have unfinished business. Yeah. That's yeah. Weird. They're stuck around. You know, maybe with, maybe Edith remembered that Pepto Bismol commercial, and that's why. Oh, so she was the the idea you had. Yeah. Soda. Yeah. Okay. Pop, pop. You know, I think she said what a relief it is too, but I thought she talked. She meant because her husband had stopped talking. So. Ah, okay. Pop, pop, fizz, fizz, because that I guess that was the sound it made when she put the poison in his drink. Oh, uh, hey. I didn't think of that. It could be. I don't know. You're the one who talks to ghosts. <laughs> well, yeah. So is it more of like uh, you're channeling the ghosts, like they're speaking through you, or they talk to you and you discuss with them and then... It's more like I talk to them, but okay. sometimes I talk to them, like I call them, and, and sometimes they call me, so... When you say call them, what do you, what do you mean? You know, like a Ouija board. Uh, what was that? <laughs> a Ouija board. I'm gonna need to hear that one more time because a Ouija board. Oh, a Ouija board. Board. A we... Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, silly. Sorry, I didn't. Uh, for some reason, that didn't come through the first time. But, I don't know, uh, right? I... So, so when you say pop, pop, fizz, fizz, because you said that very quickly. Yeah. You must be very fast at the at the Ouija. Mm -hmm. Is it Ouija or Ouija? Oh, I say Ouija. Ouija. That's how it's spelled. I think it is Ouija. Yeah, it's not an I on the end. That's no. Ugh. Wow. Okay. Um, I mean, at least in Australia, that's how it's spelled. I don't know about here. I think it's I think it's a pretty international, internationally accepted means of communicating, communicating with the oh, dead. Oh yeah. Uh, what other ghosts are you talking to? Oh, there's Benjamin. Okay. Yeah, he's just a little boy. He's kind of annoying. Oh. Yeah. What happened to him? What yeah. Did, oh, what polio. Oh shit. That's, yeah. That's sad. That's really yeah. sad. What What ideas has he given you? Well, not really good ones. Okay. I mean, uh, most of the time he's just like, oh, imagine if, if you could run and chase a ball, how much fun that would be. And I'm like, all right, Benjamin, you're bumming me out. Like, mm. I mean, that know. sounds pretty, like if I was a, if I was a, a, a little dead boy, that feels kind of like the things that I would want as well. Yeah. You'd never make it in marketing. You're too soft-hearted. Can I ask you, can I ask you this? When you speak to the ghosts, do they know that you're trying to advertise products or are they just kind of talking about their unfinished business and you interpret that as, as marketing? Uh, oh, you know, I never thought of that. I mean, in a way I'm helping them cause I'm getting their story out. So I, yeah, I don't I, know why they'd be. Huh. I mean, let, let me ask you, <laughs> let me ask you this. When, when you do help the police, have yeah. you ever solved a murder? Ah, uh, ah, uh, you're a tricky one. Uh, I'm just curious. Just a question. No, uh -huh. I mean, this is a gotcha journalism. What? Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I mean, solved is a, uh, is, <sighs> no, 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 I haven't. No. Okay. No. A and. I mean, follow-up question, I guess. Mm. When you do mm. commune with the ghosts to, mm -hmm. to attempt to solve the murder, how many times has what they've said to you ended up in a marketing pitch? 
are you looking for a number or a percentage? Percentage, I think, percentage? would be accurate here. Yeah. Percent, uh, say, probably not, not, probably not ninety percent. Ninety. Okay, yeah. so pretty high percentage. Yeah, with like a ten, a ten percent margin of error. Okay. Uh, I mean, let's maybe let's dig into it a little bit. Uh, maybe talk about one of the cases that the police have called you, and what the what the ghost said. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, some of that's pretty confidential, but. Uh, but uh, I don't know. If I mean, there was that one that was in the papers. I remember that. It was a, a murder, you, I believe. Do you remember the murder? Or do you remember my ad? Because the murder involved the St. Lawrence River. Yeah. But my ad said, this uh, Sprite will quench your thirst, just like the St. Lawrence River quenched Dominic. Right. It was in pretty poor. It was in pretty poor taste thinking about it now. I, I but do. Uh, that was the style at the time. Was really dark advertising. Yeah, I, I did. Really dark advertising. It did come out after that. You did use the. I guess that would be the murderer's like final words, or I guess they're they're kind of like blow line after murdering the guy. After murdering yeah. Dominic. Yeah, the river will quench you now, Dominic. I just thought it was so poetic. Yeah, and, and what was the ad for again? It was for Sprite. Oh, it was for Sprite. Okay, yeah. It was for Sprite. Yeah. It's a major marketing campaign. And have <laughs> you, uh, did you continue to have a relationship with Sprite or was that the one? Nah, I don't know why. They, they stopped calling. They didn't pay me either. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right, so I, I but, think I'm getting a clear picture of, of how this works. Mm. Maybe uh, maybe one more example of, of helping the police uh, solve a... I mean, yeah, I, I feel like I've seen some other ads that maybe... Yeah. I mean, what's the, what's the ad you've done that you're the most proud of? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, do you remember? This is very old. Uh, Absolute Vodka, that they have the, the bottle shape. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then there's just a different thing in the bottle. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that was a big one. That was a really okay. big one. And what did you yeah. put in the bottle? Well, uh, so I put uh, absolute vodka. This isn't poison from your wife. Right. Okay. And, and so, I mean, that, that ad was particularly noteworthy and controversial because most of those ads just said absolute and then one word, like absolute flavor or absolute party. Mm. But you said no to the system. And, That's right. And used the, yeah, that the last words of a murdering ghost. That and that was the most controversial thing about it. That's, but you know, controversy sells. It's part of marketing. It's marketing one hundred and one. What were the numbers? What were the numbers on that for Absolute after? The numbers. Uh, like, did they see an up uh, uptick in sales or? You know, an uptick in sales doesn't necessarily mean that the ad worked. You know, if people okay. are talking about it, I think even if there's a downtick of sales and even if there's public outcry. I think right. people are still talking about your product. Well, I guess people probably were, were sending you messages online about yeah. it. So what, I mean, oh, what kind yeah. of messages did you get? Oh, I don't want to repeat them here. Oh, okay. But, uh, you know, people are rude in Canada. No, no one in Australia would say that. Yeah, that's kind of what we're known for uh, <laughs> over here on this, this side of the world, in this hemisphere. Uh, just like unfiltered rudeness. Yeah. Well, uh, hey, I mean, I hope you get a contract soon. Well, thank, well I, I have to be honest. I hope I was sort of treating this as marketing for myself. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, of course. Well, I mean, uh, what's your agency called again? Or what's your company called? 
called? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's called Bloody Daggers. <laughs> Bloody Daggers. Okay, so yeah. uh, to all the listeners out there, if you're, uh, if you're looking for some marketing, uh, a pithy slogan perhaps, uh, reach out to Rhonda Dougal at Bloody Daggers Marketing. Ah, oh, cheers. And she can, uh, she can think something up for you. Uh, you're a good mate. Oh, hey, I do what I can. Uh, Rhonda, good to talk to you. Uh, I hope you'll stick around. I'm sure some of our other guests might need marketing for whatever they're into. So this is this could be like a good like tete-a-tete with uh, with her other guests, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, other guests and tets, our other our next guest has a head and is a guest. So please welcome to the show, my friend, Mr. P. Hello, Mr. P. Hello, hello, Stefan. Yeah, hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, must be a bad connection here. What? Oh, it it doesn't sound good to you. It doesn't sound good at all. It's it sounds like the, in the old days when we used to pay for long distance calls. You know, back in the old oh, days. Oh, I I mean I don't. Uh, I'm a, I'm kind of a younger man, so I uh, I never paid for long distance calls. My parents paid for them for me. Thank you very much, Mr. P. <laughs> Mr. P. <laughs> For the listeners, they all want to know, what are you up to? What do you do? Oh, yeah, well, lately, business has been on the rebound okay. again. Because I do uh, speech training for parrots. But yeah, and and I know every time uh, I go to your house, you're always working with a new a new parrot. Uh, haven't been to your house in a while, obviously not allowed with quarantine. Um but yeah, so I mean, you work with people who own parrots or businesses who own parrots, or what are we what are we looking at here? Oh yes, well, it, these are pet owners basically, but specifically parrots, <laughs> because I noticed this this is a niche that no one has ever looked into before. Because mm-hmm. we live in the twenty first century, right? And soon we are going to the through the uh, third decade of the century that's true and i know i noticed that more and more people are living single comfortably mm, okay if you're on the metro right now if you look to your left you look to your right you'll see some you'll see some people and most of them are living as a single person as, as one person that's true and about half of them are wearing masks which is nowadays upsetting. Yeah. well said <laughs> but these are two single people on the metro on either side of you yes so what, even when you're living single comfortably, you you still need some sort of companionship, especially mm. during the times you know these of this bloody pandemic. If you, if mm. I, yeah, these unprecedented times. And you know, and so why not get a parrot? Because a parrot with a parrot, you can actually teach it to speak. You know, to comment on things a little bit. Um, let's say you watch a a, a favorite. TV show or streaming show. Let's say you watch okay. uh, The Umbrella Academy, for example. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So Heard of people it. People die. You know, some people die in that series, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so when you, as you watch a, a death scene, for example, someone dies, well, the parrot, the parrot could could then comment on that and say, hmm. "Oh, sleepy time." <laughs> you know? Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. For sure. Something colorful. You know. So. I mean, I know a couple things about parrots, but mostly I know that they they kind of repeat what they've heard. Correct. So is that part of what you do? Is is teaching them phrases or what? How tell walk me through a, a session with a parrot? Well, it I usually ask first what the client wants to the parrot to comment on, 
Let's okay. say they want the parrot to comment on some some you know some Disney Plus series. So I'm, right. The, yeah. So I I actually have a, a pair of little earbuds here that 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 go that can go uh, into the uh, parrot's ear holes. Right. And and yeah. And then I would just make the parrot watch you know whatever streaming service that you know that the client likes to watch. You know, okay. Downtime. Well, nowadays every every time is downtime. So. You know, so they they could watch. I don't know, maybe Hamilton. I mm. don't know. Yeah. No. So it, it kind of works like you you get the parrot to watch it first, and teach it what to say, and then the parrot will watch it again with their, I guess their like partner at this point, and yes. make comments. Yes, you know, it's it's that Pavlovian response where you train the parrot to respond to specific stimuli. And in mm. this case, if it's a TV series, it's, a, you know, it's 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 that. Or if it's a let's say a hockey game, then you know then they would comment on that too. Uh, you know, whatever the client wants at this stage. I mean that that seems particularly difficult with the uh, with live sports. How do you how do you train the parrot to react to live sports? Well, I train them using replays because nowadays okay. we we watch live sport on the internet. You have mm-hmm. all yeah. these subscription websites, and mm-hmm. then they actually uh, save those matches to be reviewed, rewatched. Although I don't know who watches re- replays of a whole game. Oh, it's- sports guys! Sports guys do. Oh, okay, yeah, they're yeah. they're intense. Huh? They okay, are. so I mean, um, do you find any? I mean, parrots are animals too, and and the thing about being—I know they're not in a relationship with the human, but they're at least roommates. Uh, and and the thing about roommates is that sometimes you have to compromise or or make concessions so everyone gets what they want. Do you ever f- have pushback from the parrots, uh, saying that they don't want to watch this or they've already seen it or anything like that? Yeah, they would. Mm. If the parrot is ever experiencing this they would just retort in a threatening manner. Like if they've seen a show before too many times, right. and, and then they would, they, yeah, this is the downside of this actually, because the parrots are really, they're, they're threat mongers. They are really, they really love to threat, to, to do death threats, to, to give death oh. So yeah, okay. those things like, oh, I'm going to kill you in your sleep, even though they're in their cages or, you know, or they're chained to their perch. You know, right. it's crazy these parrots. Because it's I do, wild. I do remember at the at the start of quarantine, uh, before kind of before it got serious, before we all got locked down, uh, you came over uh, with a parrot because uh, we were of course watching Tiger King, and uh, I remember even I, I mean I we still haven't got to the last episode, but uh, I I remember the parrot mostly said it's sleepy time. A number of times, and then and then threatened to kill me f- for the rest of the episodes. Well, that's you know that's that's really when when I think when the parrot witnesses some um, animal cruelty, cruelty to other animals being committed. Right. I think they eventually get get influenced by that, and and I have to ask you also, Steve Stefan, um, where's where's that parrot that you? Well, if we can go back, we met because you're you bought a, a, your girlfriend a parrot. Yeah, I did, and then I trained that. So what? Uh, where is the parrot? I mean, 
It's hard to live with one other person, let alone another person and a parrot. <laughs> and I just, we had to have a, uh, like a relationship roommate meeting at some point. And, uh, and we took a vote about who should move out. And surprisingly, the parrot was outvoted. Uh, and so we took, it, uh, we took it to Montreal's nicest park, uh, which is okay. the park on Saint Laurent, right beside the Sat. Uh, and we just kind of, we kind of let it go there to live its own life. Where is that again, the park? Uh, beside the Sat. The Sat. Uh, Societe of arts and technology, whatever, whatever. It's, uh, it's a smaller park. A lot of it is made of concrete, but it's beautiful. <laughs> okay. And have you seen or heard the parrot ever after this day? I mean, yeah. Sometimes we, we walk by the park or we, or we bike by. And as we're walking, I kind of hear, like me and my girlfriend, we're walking by, and I hear like the the pitter patter of little uh, talons, and I just I kind of grab my girlfriend's elbow, and she grabs my elbow, and we say, "Don't turn around, don't turn around." And if we look at it, who knows what will happen? And we don't, and and we just kind of power walk away or or, or bike on by. Okay. So I guess I haven't seen it per se, but I've definitely heard it trying to catch up with our increased speed. You know, Stefan, I'm disappointed in you. You let a helpless animal who's been living domesticated for so long and yeah. you just let it out in the wild without any rehabilitation, without any training. How, how, is it, how, how, how did you expect it's going to find food if it's never hunted in the wild? You know? I mean, when it lived with us, it was really good at kind of taking things out of the trash. Uh, and snacking on this, so I kind of assumed. I know you. I know you gave us a bunch of food, but once it ran out, we didn't really know where to buy more. So, we it kind of just fended for itself for a while. But uh, I don't know. I just thought it would be okay. And the park is very urban, so there's lots of people around for for him to talk to. Good grief! Yeah. All right, I'm gonna pour one whiskey shot for for this poor parrot on the floor because that's oh, yeah. how i mean as far as i know the, the the parrot is still alive so no need to pour one out for for the parrot uh well actually i don't know maybe uh maybe Rhonda can can tell us is the is the parrot still alive have you received oh, any yeah. communications uh no it's fine no i you know uh nah, i haven't heard from the parrot but okay. it's funny that you were talking about uh parrots uh like to talk about murder because mm. that happened in Australia that uh, um, it actually used it in an ad campaign. It was uh, Sleepy Time, You're Gonna Die for Sleepy Time Tay. Oh, it was for Sleepy Time Tay. Yeah, yeah, but it was a whole... Uh, I thought I thought uh, it was a, a parrot confessing, but it was just a parrot just talking. Uh, okay, but you thought uh, it was a ghost confessing, but it was a, yeah. a pet. Yeah. And and uh, and Mr. P, have you ever been to Australia to teach parrots how to, or do you have clients in Australia? How did this no. parrot? No, never, because they seem to only to respond to Australians. Oh yeah. Huh. So it seems like someone's kind of stealing your ideas and your your signature parrot phrases in Australia. Well, I think it's because they're used to the Australian accent. Mm. Should I take up the Australian accent? I don't know. I don't know. Let's hear oh, it. Yeah. 
what? Yeah, because if you could say a classic. Sydney. Sydney. Melbourne. Oh, Melbourne. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, that's Melbourne. good. Oh. Yeah. Well, if you ever need to go down there uh, and teach some parrots. Down under. Down under. Wow. Yeah. In Aussie. Great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a 17 hour flight. <laughs> no. Oh, no, Mr. P is shaking his head. He, he does not, oh, yeah. not I, want to I, go on a flight. I, 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 I don't think I have the mental energy to take up an accent nowadays. Okay, all right. So stick stick with what you know, I guess, is the, the lesson we should all learn at the end of this. But uh, now tell me, I know that you've always had a lot of parrots at your house, Mr. P. So how, how are they doing? How many do you have and how are they doing? Well, now I have around five of the okay. current clients because they're all they all belong to my client. And right. I can I hardly have time to have my own parrots, so I'm keeping them, training them for four weeks, and then mm. I I ship them back to the uh, to the owners in a you know in a pet box, you know those box with the holes in them, you know. Right. I, I wasn't I wasn't assuming that you would do it in a like an envelope. Oh no. <laughs> that that would be a bad idea. Uh, I just, you know, to... I hate when people treat animals poorly. It drives me crazy. It drives me off the wall. Do you so now that you've gotten ridden gotten rid of the parrot, do you have any pets, Stefan? No, we we had to take a little break from from pets. It was just too many egos in one house, you know. It's hard. It's hard to compete when there's just you know, two two big personalities already live here, and and to add to add a third is just it's like it's like taking a firework, strapping it to another firework, adding a third firework, and then throwing it into a campfire. I guess I can see that because I've never done that. Take uh, yeah, I know someone who died that way by strapping fireworks to each other and yeah. Okay, and what ad yeah. came out of that? Oh yeah, it was ah oh, shit, I'm on fire. <laughs> A hemorrhoid cream? cream? Yeah. <laughs> oh, another classic ad from Rhonda. Well, Mr. Mr. P, um, pleasure to talk to you. Good luck with the five parrots that you have now. I hope I hope it goes well with them. Wonderful. Right. Uh, always great. And you know, the the day that I'm ready for a new pet, or that we're ready for a new pet, I will give you a call, and you can bring me a new parrot. Uh, and I mean, parrots—they live for what? One to two years? No, seven years. How many? Seven. Seven. Oh, okay. That's quite a commitment. Hmm. I've heard that it's even longer, but you're the expert, so you—you <laughs> yeah. you know better than me, Mr. P. Good to see you. Good to talk to you, and and hopefully one day you'll be able to train a, a parrot for me again as well. Stick around. Let's talk to my, my third, my final, but no, by no means the least guest. None of that made sense. That was just numbers and words in a mishmash of things. Maybe she can help me sort it all out. Please welcome my friend, Marge Thatch. Stefan, it is great to be here. Thank oh. you so much for having me on your show. Well, of course. I mean, I was going through my Rolodex, which is stored on my phone in an app now. And I saw your name and was like, I haven't had Marge on yet. I got to get Marge on. 
Oh, you are such a darling. You oh. are, and I knew that the moment I saw you too, and you have kept up your end of the bargain, Stefan. Yeah, well, why don't you, uh, tell, uh, for the listeners, why don't you tell them how we met? Oh, yes, well, I am an undercover security guard at mm -hmm. the Great Big Arcade okay. in yeah. Marble Falls, Texas, and you yes. just came on through mm -hmm. because, of course, this is quite a tourist attraction. It is one of the... It is the last authentic arcade in Texas. I mean, we have all the original coin ops from the 70s, the 80s, the of 90s. Yeah. You know, Frogger, Donkey Kong, Mortal Kombat 1 mm. and 2, uh, Asteroids, you know, mm -hmm. Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man, all sorts of great stuff. Yeah. And, well, that's when I saw you playing Donkey Kong, and you were doing pretty good, Stefan. Well, I mean, I love me some vintage games. I just, one day I'll, I'll get that donkey off of that <laughs> stack of girders. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. But let me tell you, a lot of people come through there, especially, you know, to relive their teen times. You know, it's real nostalgic. Try to get their old high scores and whatnot. Yeah, and so of course when we met, I did not realize that you were in fact a security guard. Well, of course, because I'm undercover at all times, and you know my undercover name is Barb, so not many people know that my name is actually Marge. And of course, of course, you know my job is to get in with the kids, you know, to find mm -hmm. out, you know, if there's any criminal activity goings on, like Jimmy and the Machines, or or drug dealing and whatnot. And usually they're teens, so. You know, I know, I know you thought I was a teen because that's part of what I have to do. And being 47, a lot of people think, well, how are you going to look like a teen? But, you know, yeah. a lot of people say I look very young for my age, you know. Uh, that's true. You do. You have a young face. Well, uh, you do. You definitely don't look 47. But well, I mean, you no. must have you must have other techniques for for well, ingratiating yourself. I mean, well, one is you got to look the part. So, you know, I'll put my hair in the braids and wear them hip threads them kids are wearing these days, whether mm -hmm. it be like tight acid wash jeans with rips in them and whatnot. And I'll okay. rip them myself to make it more authentic like, you know, and do the bedazzling right. of the shirt. And I'll go in on the vernacular too, you know, hip things they're saying these days, like, mm -hmm. like, oh, her fit is so extra, period. Ooh, snatched wig, you know. Or, or something like, like, I'm mad, salty, though, low-key, you know. And yeah. that turns their heads all right. And I think it's because they think I'm a hip team, you know. Well, I remember when we first met, uh, you were, you were kind of coming up from me, on me from behind. So you couldn't tell that I was a fully grown adult. And obviously it's a true. fully grown adult would not be doing things like jimmying the machines or dealing drugs. Of That's course not. purely for teens. But I did... I noticed that you you kind of did the vernacular like that all in a row, like you just did. Well, you know, yeah, I never know who I'm dealing with and what kind of phrases they may be hip to. So, you right. know, I just throw it all out there like a big ocean of words, wondering what's going to turn their head, you know. And, um, you know, it's tough. It's tough, Stefan, because, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I haven't cracked into a group yet. Yes, oh, okay. they'll see me coming and say, oh, here comes that adult child you know <laughs> but i don't think they know i'm an adult i think that's just what they call you know their friends these days like hey adult child what's going on you know so okay. i think i think they're starting to warm to me you know and you know they may say things like where'd you get those threads the trash you know hmm. 
And, yeah. you know, I just think they're testing me like, you know, an initiation before getting accepted into a sorority. So I think I'm pretty close. I really do. And it's they say the, if you're it's teased, it's because they like you, you know. That's what my parents always said. Well, and, there you go. You also just ignore it. Yes. Which. Well, that's something I, I have not yet been able to do. You know, I, I take mm. it in, you know, and, you know, one time they were even like, hey, Barb, if you're a teen, how come you ain't at the high school in the town? Because there's only one high school. And I said, well, you know, I'm homeschooled. And they said, oh, only losers are homeschooled. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you better lose yourself, you know, in the moment. Better never let it go because you only got one shot. This is your chance to blow, yo. You know, like, I'm going to throw it right back in their face. Yeah, and I do remember seeing that video on YouTube. Uh, That's right. That's that, right. It also strikes me that they seem to know your real name because they called you Barb. Well, Barb is actually my undercover name. So I thought Marge was... Oh, sorry. I got confused. Marge See, is your real name. It's Barb working is... even on you, little cutie pootootie. Oh, good thing I'm not dealing drugs <laughs> here. Well, if you remember when I first met you, I did the old pipe down because I thought you were a teen from behind. And I thought, this must be Billy Dreskin because I know he's smoking the weed in the pole position cockpit video game. But every time I boot it across the hall, ain't he up and gone? And I never caught him in his tomfoolery. And you do look smack, dang smacking like him from behind. So I started patting you thinking, I'm going to finally catch this feller in the act. Yeah. You know, wow, was I surprised when you turned around and I... Flushed red because you are a cutie patootie. I got oh, to say. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, but it was kind of a bold. I, I fail to see how immediately patting someone down will will preserve your undercover status. Well, you see, because I thought you were Billy, and we already have a bit of okay. history. So it was my bad that you know you were a stranger. Of course, that's going to be some loony behavior on my part, and I apologize once again. Yeah, I mean, I did. I did talk to management because I didn't appreciate kind of you being did. goosed, goosed like that. You, your pat down was thorough. I know, but who who gave you limited, unlimited gameplay in the oh, arcade? Oh, it was it was limited. It was well, you know, I, I could only give you a few dollars really out of my pocket, but that was unlimited for me because it was all I had really. Yeah, it, it bought one more round of Donkey Kong. Which well, I, I did I what I could. So, I mean, it did not seem at the time like you were actually employed by the arcade. Is that because you were so deep undercover? or That's right. I was okay. deep undercover. Uh, I still am. You know, I, I don't have a lot of close relationships because I do not want to jeopardize my position. You know, mm. I like to think of myself as, you know, the James Bond of the arcades. And I just can't do anything that might blow my cover. So the fact that you thought I wasn't employed there is a real plus because that's what I'm looking for. Right. So you do you do receive money from the arcade on a weekly or biweekly basis. Well, it's actually on commission of if I find any criminal activity going on, which I still have yet to have proof. So technically, I haven't been paid. But I am on their list of people who are allowed to frequent the arcade. Oh, that's that's good. Yes. Uh, yes. And so, how would commission work in a situation? Let's say you you catch a kid jimmying the machine. Oh yeah, and let me tell you, I do have a story about that. Oh okay. Uh, 
I did catch, you see, here's something. Well, first of all, to get to your question, I get a quarter for every criminal activity I report. Okay. Which means I get to play a game. Now, oh, I grew okay. up I grew up playing these games, so that's a real treat because mm. you just don't find these of uh, these authentic coin ops really anywhere. So I I'm pleased as punch. Now let me tell you something I instilled at this arcade that I think is quite unique is what I call the covert coin op. Now okay. what I've done is I've taken uh, some of these vintage games. So we have multiple Donkey Kong and Frogger machines say, I've gutted the game. Mm -hmm. I put an artist inside who's literally okay. drawing the game while the player plays it. He don't, the player don't know that it's not the real thing, mm -hmm. but yeah. the artist can then decide who wins and loses, you know, and I can go inside. So mm -hmm. for example, if there's like a little punk who just thinks he's all that and he thinks he's winning all the time, that artist can make him lose and maybe teaching him a lesson that, you know what, you're not always going to be all that, you know? Right. And I, and I feel like when I was there, I was, I was kind of playing on, on one of these machines. You were, you yeah. were indeed. And I, and I remember specifically that when I lost, because I did eventually, uh, a, a high score list popped up That's right. and, and the name on every single entry was Barb. That's right. It's for my cred. I want to get in good cred with the kids. If they see that Barb is the high scorer on right. a lot of the machines, I think uh, it's going to bring me one step closer, breaking into those gangs, you know, and finding out what the heck is really going on in these places. Because yeah. I know they're shady business. Oh, and it's let nothing. me tell you, I was hiding in one of them covert coin ops. And didn't I see a little finger come through trying to take the quarters? Well, didn't I grab it and say, you try to take something from the machine? Well, I'm going to take something from you, your oh finger. That's right. Wow. And That's that harsh. kid was scared. That yeah. is harsh justice. That's right. Oh, wow. I mean, something else, uh, get it, moving away from the arcade for a bit in your professional life, something else that struck me that you said is that you are a, you have a hard time, you don't have a lot of close That's true, Stephon. relationships. And That's that, true. I mean, maybe that's something that Mr. P can kind of chime I mean, in listen, about here. Listen, don't get me wrong. A lot of fellers come in and out of town. They're tourists. And I have had my Donkey Kong a couple times, if you know what I mean. That's of right. Course. I was not questioning your ability to uh, <laughs> to get Pac-Man, if you will. Oh, that's right. You but know I just the lingo, thought, Stefan. I thought maybe Mr. P could help you find a, a more permanent companion. What do, what do you think about that, Mr. Oh, P? Oh, do tell, Mr. P. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I could uh, could guide you to uh, selecting a parrot, for example. Uh, I have a question. Uh, Is P stand for parrot? Are you Mr. Parrot? Of course, yes, yes. Oh, okay, oh, that makes sense. I never knew that. Wow, I learn when, something new every yes, day. When someone says Mr. P, the first thing you think about is parrot. Well, there you go. That's what I thought about, so. Yes, and, oh, and Miss Marge, um, I'm, I'm really interested in your vocabulary there. You just called Stefan earlier. What, hootie patootie? How do you oh, a cutie patootie, you know. Yeah, you have a way with words, Mr. Well, Ma thank you. You know, maybe if I got one of them birds, I could get him to say some fun things like that rather than, you know, I don't go for watching all these films and whatnot, but perhaps he could say stuff like, like Frogger, I don't even know her, you know? Something, mm. something corny like that to do with the, the video games. To kind of help you, help you in your work. 
oh, that's even better. He could be my bird, like perhaps on my shoulder, you know, in the, oh, that might get me in with them kids. Stefan, I think you're onto something. Who won't want to be petting this parrot, you know? And yeah, that's good. I, I, I'd be in to get one of those. I mean, Mr. P, would you, or Mr. Parrot, as I now know your, your full name, uh, would this be, do you train birds for professional, like the canine unit, except for parrots, P9 <gasps> unit? Could he smell crimes? <gasps> parrot, parrot canine units? Hmm. I Maybe he could sniff out the drugs. Yeah, they would call it the P9 unit. They would. Then they would smell the drugs and, you know, suss out suspects, you know, suspects among the your uh, arcade crowd, you know. I think maybe, maybe. Well, if you could train one to sniff out the drugs, I would definitely be interested. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, and of course, you know, there's, there's some um, costs needed to supply crackers. Oh, I got quarters out the yin-yang, honey, so no problem there. All right. So looks like we got something going on here. We're we gonna we're gonna we, we can do business here, Miss Mark. Well since we're all talking about business and we're we're getting down to the end of the show here, uh both of you, uh Marge and uh and Mr. Parrot, you you kind of are independent business owners. I'm I'm wondering if Rhonda can kind of brainstorm a little bit and maybe maybe think up a catchphrase. Oh, that for... would be wonderful. Oh uh, yeah. Ah oh, yes. Oh, okay. Okay, so parrots? So parrots talking? Yeah. I yeah, see I parrots. see that you're going to the, the Ouija board right now. Yeah. Yeah. You're oh just give me one second. Around. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh. Okay. My fingers uh, are moving too. Yeah. Uh uh does this have peanuts in it? Oh, yeah, no, I know that guy. Oh, yeah, that's Neil. Ah, uh, poor Neil. But that's pretty good. Does this have peanuts in it? No, it's a parrot. Who's Neil? Oh, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, he's a peanut algae. Yeah, I think that's a perfect slogan yeah. For, yeah. for your Does parrot. Does this have peanuts this in it? No, parrot. Peas, peas and peas, there you go. Peas and peas. Everyone okay. loves two peas right after each other. That's, yeah. that's what I always do. Yeah, and for the arcade? For the arcade? Yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, uh, no. Ah, uh, Stefan, I'm so sorry. What? Stefan's your parrot is dead. Oh. It's, it's the messages from your parrot. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh, how could my best friend abandon me? But I guess that works for an arcade. Oh, that, I mean. How could oh. my best friend abandon me? That could be great. Yeah. That would that could be great, and maybe you'll yeah. find a new best friend at the arcade. You yeah. know, come I mean, find I, a new best friend if you've been abandoned. Oh, but I'm so sorry, Mister uh, Mister P. I can I can see you crying through the through the screen, yeah. but I I think we should all take solace in the fact that the death of my parrot led to this amazing slogan for for yeah. an up and coming business. I I would even say it was worth it. I think so. I mean, if those were final words, I think they were pretty darn good. The glass, oh, yeah. the glass is always half full, and if yeah. your parrot is dead, then that's just a, a little more juice to drink. Oh, that's good. Wow. All right. So and so now we have. So let's go through them for the for the parrot business. We have. Are these peanuts? Is that what it was? Is there pe Are there peanuts in this? Are there peanuts in this? I yes. like that. Who does not ask that these days with all those allergies around? I tell it's you. True. Well, yeah, you I work with kids. Out. You have to know. That's right. And and for the arcade, what was it again? Uh, how could my best friend abandon me? Right. Which course. I guess and is you. 
I uh, yeah, I I yeah. see myself as the best friend. Well, I, I mean the the parrot who died. I guess he was saying, "How could you abandon him?" I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. Oh, that's definitely it. And and like I said, I take solace in the fact that yeah. uh, it led to something great. His death was not in vain. He was like the William Wallace of parrots. Uh, and then, um, like Rhonda, do you have a, do you have a slogan for your own business? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's just, it's Rhonda. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's Rhonda. Well, I had to kill someone to get it, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. She, oh, my goodness. she said, oh, it's Rhonda. Wow. I was like, perfect. <laughs> oh, a lady who goes oh, after what she that. likes. Oh, no, oh, oh, uh, well, it's, it was in Australia, so it doesn't count. The laws, laws don't carry over. Yeah, we don't have an extradition treaty with Australia. We don't have common law. That's for, that's, I, I was wondering why your bachelor's degree was not a four-year degree, but I think we found out why it was only two years. I think we've gotten to the bottom of that. Wow, what a what a note to end the this portion of the show on. I wish we had time to dig into this murder you've committed, Rhonda, but we'll have to have you back on at some point to really figure out uh, what happened there. And I'm I'm sure, I mean, you're such a nice person. I'm sure it was justified. <laughs> And they just seemed so surprised that it would be you murdering them. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you, all three of my. Thank you to all three of my guests, uh, Marge, aka Barb, uh, Rhonda, and Mr. P. You've all been delightful to talk to, and we'll be back after a short break. Yeah. Cheers. Oh, you're welcome. Thank yeah. you. We'll have a Bobby in the Ava. Thank you, Stefan. <laughs> Coming out I, I mean, <laughs> wow, improv, yeah. improv. Am I right? Justifying. Um, I love <laughs> Thomas, have you ever owned a parrot? <laughs> have you ever been in the same room as a parrot? Yeah, a few times. So, because you ask. <laughs> well, I went. We did like with my family. I went on a road trip of the Maritimes when I was younger. And in the Maritimes is the world's largest parrot sanctuary. Oh, my God. And it, they are loud. <laughs> they are freaking loud. It's crazy. Like, we walked in, and you go and you walk through all these big cages, and the parrots are in there. And so we're like, okay, we'll take tickets or whatever. And they were like, do you want some earplugs? We're like, no, we'll probably be fine without earplugs. And they were like, you should take some earplugs. <laughs> and you need those earplugs because wow. they are... They're wow. loud. But would you own a parrot? Probably not. I'm not really. Oh, yeah. Because I now just realized whenever I go to a friend's place who happened to have a parrot, they're very you know, loud. Yeah. yeah. They don't stop. Yeah. I believe I mean, they also live a bit longer than seven years. Yeah. It's yeah. like 10 times that, I think. They live like yeah. 70. Yeah. Whoa, they're very crazy. long. Yeah. I just looked it up. The larger ones live 80 to 100 years. Wow. Yeah. The smaller ones live 15 to 20 years. My God. Wow. Both of those are real investments. It's a, commitment. Uh, it's a real commitment. It's a lifetime commitment. <laughs> there's a, there's a This American Life story about this woman who like was obsessed with a parrot when she was 16 or something and just like saved up all her money and got a parrot and it was like her huge investment. And now right. she's a mom and they have kids and she has the parrot and parrots get really attached to their owners as if it's their mm. mate. So the right. parrot like attacks her kids and attacks her husband and just screams all day oh and all God. 
oh. it. And she's like, but it's my parrot. I... <laughs> At least she wow. kept it and didn't, I feel like a lot of them yeah. get given away or. Wow. But it was uh... just like, it's, she sounded so miserable. <laughs> like she was like, he just screams all the time. <laughs> Oh, he needs Mr. P to train That's him. <laughs> yeah, to train him to say very threatening. Monica, you seem to have a lot of knowledge about uh, classic arcade games. Uh, well, I I used to love Frogger and Pac-Man. We had a little Pac-Man home game, you know, like the little tiny. Oh, really? Ones. And then okay. like a Pac-Man watch and cool. stuff. So I I love those. Real, um, real fan. Yeah. Are you watching? There's a, a show on Netflix now about something about video games. Oh, okay. I'll have to check it oh. out. This is a poorly researched statement because I don't even know <laughs> if it's about like vintage games. But I thought uh, you were gonna say there's a show based on Pac-Man, and I was like, I'll believe it at this right? point. <laughs> I feel like they are. There I mean, was a movie, but I think it was like. <laughs> I wasn't there with like Adam Sandler. Or yeah, well, that was but it was Pixel. kind of a corny thing. Oh, I didn't yeah, see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pixels, Pic- oh, like, that was yeah. it. That was it right? Yeah, so Pac Man was in it. There was like a number of right. video classic right, right, video right, game right. IP in okay. it. Okay, well yeah. But I feel like they'll make a Pac. If they have not already <laughs> made a Pac Man or Pac or uh, Mrs. Pac Man right. film, right. it will happen. It'll probably be like a gritty, yeah, a gritty <laughs> drama. <laughs> well, they of course. Yeah. I mean. So funny, Mariana. Let's uh, <laughs> let's talk the accent. <laughs> it was flawless. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, perfect. I was like, have you been doing an accent the rest of the time? And right, it's just your your real <laughs> voice. Natural, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. It was a character choice to not be yeah. from Australia, uh, and that wasn't a, an actor's choice. In case I fucked up the accent, I don't know uh, what I, you I mean. Loved it. I love that it all came full circle, and and we found out why your bachelor's degree was was cut short. Really great, love that character. I love the, the communing with the dead. Uh, and we got some digs in at the police too, which is yeah. two for two in terms right. of this podcast getting digs at the police. So nice, go us. Nice. All right, time for the part that is uh, mildly successful every week, which is uh, we talk about what everyone has going on. Uh, and nobody has anything going on ever. So we'll start. I guess we'll start with Monica. Uh, sure. Feel free if you have any kind of like performance stuff, or if not, maybe you've read a book or seen a movie or want to recommend something. Um, there, I Eliezer and I, I think, are going to put out a little mini thing for Nani oh, Nani, possibly. Um, so keep an eye out, I guess, on the Nani Nani site and the Montreal Improv community right you have a it's a facebook uh, yeah a little like facebook a, like page. A fan page yeah for those for those not in the know nani nani is yeah. a uh, improvised shakespearean duo yeah, yeah. Uh, who do great work so <laughs> look out for that in the coming weeks or months or years yeah probably coming out months it may not be because we're both kind of you know taking our time with things so it yeah, maybe in a sure. month or two, as opposed to weeks. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Or maybe you know we'll see it in twenty thirty five. It'll be worth the wait. Thomas, anything you have going on or recommendations or yes. Umbrella Academy? <laughs> sure. Well, I'm late to that to that bandwagon. <laughs> the, it's a pretty good show, actually. So yeah, I recommend that. All right, great. <laughs> I've been also taking the last level five class ever of MIT, and it's, oh. we're doing it online. With mm. Dale is the teacher, and 
we might possibly do a, an online show for the oh, cool. grad show. So that's that, great. That'd be cool. So keep an eye and, out. Yeah, and I started streaming. Uh, uh, oh yeah, I saw playing that. video game. Yeah. 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 Video games? What? <laughs> There's this new video game called. Better off jimmying them. Yeah. Fall Guys. Yeah, Fall Guys is pretty good. It's not that. It's not a violent game. It's just you know mm. your character competes against other people, real life people. It's a, it's it's a battle royale style style of game, and uh, okay. yeah, you you have to go through certain obstacles, Aww. and it's pretty fun, and you know, and and yeah, it's it's fun for all ages. And people can watch it. Is that what you said? Like, it's a... yeah, people can watch it. Okay, that's on Twitch, and you know, you can see people. You could. Uh, there's even that guy. Who's that actor? Jay Muse, the guy who played. Oh, Jay yeah. In in Jay and Silent uh, Bob. Yeah. He, he's a he streams video games now yeah. with you know playing with his friends and yeah it's uh it's a good watch for a few minutes <laughs> and if, if if we wanted to find your stream what how do we do that what do we yeah, you can go on twitch and my my name there is farm boy with with an with the number eight instead of the letter b farm boy ah, farm boy nice. like the grocery store yeah oh is there yeah. A grocery it's store? a farm oh, boy yeah. day so shop farm boy way oh my this is a local boy joke there. Did Rhonda come up with that slogan? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a person murdered by a, a farmhand. <laughs> yeah, uh, I knew it. And Mariana, do you have anything going on or any recommendations uh, or anything Oh my at all? god, I, I, I don't, I don't. I, I, I okay. yeah, um, oh, this is so embarrassing. Oh no! Uh, lots of people. Lots of people COVID. have absolutely nothing okay. going on in their lives. Oh, God. Hey, wait! Forecast. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I'm gonna be in a podcast um, that's coming out. I guess when does this come out? Uh, it, it will be out, uh, I believe, uh, next Monday, which okay. is Monday. I'm opening up my calendar, and it is Monday, the 24th of August. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm going to be at a podcast that's going yeah. out Monday, the 24th okay. of August. Yeah. 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 Word. I'm doing like a kind of character. Word. What's a podcast? It's called uh, <laughs> Something Being with... <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Hanging with friends. <laughs> Sleeping with friends. Oh, no. Yeah, it's called Sleeping with Friends. Uh, we're all well, in a big bed together doing the podcast right some now. good friends we're gonna have a nap some good friends <laughs> yeah. yeah oh man that was great i had a feeling you wouldn't know <laughs> it's a but that's great i uh i will i am now this will be i was subscribed before <clears throat> Great times. This will be coming out on the 24th. Uh, I will also be, I believe, on an episode of the Up for Discussion podcast okay. on the 24th. If you've never listened to that or right. have, wow. listen to it some more. I'll be on it with the wonderful Kate Bradley. And we're talking on that about new directions. Ooh. And uh, by new directions, I mean I plugged this podcast for an hour straight and refused <laughs> to let anyone Perfect. change the topic of conversation. <laughs> That's great. We did it. Uh, thank you, Monica. Thank you, Mariana. Thank you, Thomas, for joining me tonight. Um, thank you. And oh, you're welcome. Super. And fun. I will. Uh, I'll be back next week for another episode. Bye. Those were friends, good friends of mine. I talked to them for podcast time.